Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the A Better HR Business podcast. It's Ben here. And today I am joined by Miho Shoji. I normally would go and introduce Miho from my own research and so on, but today I'm going to steal my introduction from a Forbes magazine article, which describes Miho as a serial entrepreneur who was born in Bolivia and then lived in Chile for 15 years before she moved to New York City. From her varied experiences, she's all too aware of how emotions impact productivity, so much so that she partnered up with Alfredo Jaldin to co-found Nudebit with the mission to measure and improve the morale of employees. So a great mission indeed. Miho, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Great to have you here. We're going to go into Moodbit and and what your plans are and so on, but I have to ask, the the tech sector itself, it seems so male-dominated. What's it like to be a female founder and have you got any advice for other women in tech? Well, for me, these questions resonate so much in my my day-to-day experience because Every time I go to an event uh, or a workshop or even any kind of um, tech-related meeting, mostly I think between 80% to almost 90% of people that go to these meetings or events are uh, white males here in the the U.S. Um, So for me, what I do is not to think about that I am different, that I am a woman. I don't put that tag on my on my profile um, for myself conscious to so I don't feel discriminated or I don't feel different so my advice to other women that are in tech or wants to, to start a business or uh, wants to be entrepreneurs is just to think that we are um, the same we don't have to think that we are different that we have to be different than, than male or do we have to just have more challenges doing business. Um, I think it is a more challenging for us. But if you start thinking just to yourself that you don't, you are not different than them. I think you are just helping yourself to um, have not uh, a big struggle on that. Yeah, I'm a white male. <laughs> How is it different? So, for instance, I actually just read an article uh, yesterday about the former Australian Deputy Prime Minister, so I'm Australian, and she was talking about how in cabinet meetings she was usually or often the only female in the room and it felt sometimes like the female voice was not heard at all. Is that what it's like at these meetups and things like that or how does it work or feel for you? Well, I hear many uh, female founders um, or even just women that that works that they feel that their voice is not heard um, in like in the relation of my first answer of, of the first question about how do I feel when, I, mm. when I'm just the only woman in, in, the, in the room, I just try to think to myself that um, I just want the, the same of them. So I don't want to make my voice to hear uh, more or less. Yep. I don't feel that my voice is less uh, heard because I'm a, I'm a woman. I know that mostly all women feel that way and they struggle to be the only women in, in the room. But what I do is I consider myself uh, the, the leader of the, of the group, um, somebody that is different than everybody else because I am uh, 
having so many challenges that maybe uh, you or the people that are in the same room that we are, um, like wild male people or just <laughs> male founders are not having as I am um, having right now. But for me, it is like, I just have to make my voice to be heard. I just need to make uh, people to know what I'm doing. And, and what I'm doing is something that can have an impact in society. So um, the first thing I do is think, that my voice has a as a um, as a strong voice, and it is not uh, something that I have to to just struggle with. Very good. Well, as they say here in Ireland, fair play to you. So uh, let's dive into Moodbit itself because it's it looks very cool. Can you tell us what it does and what are the typical outcomes that companies get when they use the Moodbit platform? Sure. I um, I used to work. Well, I I've been an entrepreneur for more than ten years, and my first business I started in to to. 2010, and I had the great honor to work with big enterprises and big firms in, in South America and here in North America too. And my experience working with HR departments was that they have almost the same pain points. And this pain point was employee disengagement and employee turnover. So I speak with my co-founder, um, he's a he's technical co-founder, and we were thinking how we can get um, employees or HR department to have analytics on their on their teams, on their people. So what we did with employee um, engagement and with Moodbit is we analyzed the team's emotions on their um, data streams on the company and we provide to the managers all the uh, emotions changes of the team. Everything is anonymous so we can't analyze each individual emotions because we don't want um, people to think or feel that our technology is tracking their conversations or is reading their emails or their chat uh, platforms or we don't want them to feel that the company has the, the role to uh, like a big brother so they, the company can read what they are yeah. uh, having a conversation. So we anonymize everything and we integrate all the data. So the managers, what they have uh, as a result is the analytics of their team's emotions daily. So this is a real-time technology. So we can analyze in real time what their uh, emotionality changes is on their teams. But we go one step further than that because we think that analytics by itself, it is not um, useful if you don't give an action plan on, on what they can do. So mostly all the managers uh, know or they seem to know what is going on with their teams on uh, in terms of how engaged they are, how happy or unhappy or stressed they are, but they do not know what to do in, in, in reaction to that. So we provide uh, some trigger actions for them, telling them if they, if your team team reach certain point of emotionality, uh, positive or negative, here are three or five suggestion actions that you can do to improve employee engagement. But uh, for employees, we go uh, one other step further uh, because we want them to be happier and to be healthier, emotional and physically in the workplace. So for them, we provide action plans and we tell them simple suggestions that they can put in action in five, 10 minutes um, every, every week. So every week they receive an action plan telling them, uh, okay, so this week we are gonna start working on this category, for example, job satisfaction, health, uh, mental health, and we tell them 10 minutes walk uh, around your around your desk or in your office will help you on 
for example, oxygenation, so we can you can be more focused on your work. Or um, meeting a person that you don't know in the company will help you in your social skills. So very simple actions that can help uh, employees to be more healthy, more mental, mental well. Um, um, so these actions are provided to managers and to employees. Very cool. So they can use it on a practical day-to-day basis, either right. just to get feedback and some ideas or as part of a plan to make changes in a certain direction. Is that the idea? Right. It is It is idea to be more conscious on your mental uh, health, on your, uh, on your body health too. Uh, so they can be um, having a more um, engaged in their work when they are being more healthy, when they are being more conscious on what they are doing every, every day, every week. Yeah, right. That's great. And there is so much competition out there in the employee engagement or the awareness space. So how do you sell Moodbit to employers over other options that they might have? So we have some competition that are doing people analytics, uh, but with a different approach than we're doing. Um, They are not analyzing emotions or teams. Um, They are mostly analyzing workplace analytics, like how many like hours you are spending in meetings, how much time you are spending writing or receiving emails, um, how much time you are networking with people. So they can track all the, every second that you are in the, in the workplace. But the focus on employee engagement or employee emotions is something very different. And the competition that we have that are doing employee um, engagement and emotions they are not using machine learning or real-time technology so they are just using um, for me it's an outdated uh, tool that is just surveys because I think if you provide um, with surveys to the to the employees and you want to receive a real answer to them you will have a gap on their reality and on what they are feeling and you're you're gonna just receive some uh answers that employees want you to 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 receive to see um but the the difference with us is you have a real time every second every moment um traction on what you are uh analyzing on their communication platforms so we can analyze every moment of their changes in their in their mood so it's not a static snapshot it's a ever-changing feedback loop really if they are if the mood is changing we can trigger an action to the manager so they can put immediately uh changes to their to employees well-being yeah that's very good um so so going to the website itself i mean there's some pretty great customers or the the logos and things there how did you get your first few customers there and what are the main marketing channels for getting new customers now so our first customers what we um we we got the first customers first networking we go to many um hr events to um I don't know, many, many workshops. Um, so networking with HR people and with um, operation managers, it helped us a lot to gain our first customers. Um, and as we are a tech company and people can use our, our technology, just downloading our app on Slack for free for the first three months, uh, we are doing a lot of um, uh, tech uh, platforms, as, um, for example, some media media coverage of Forbes. We're going to be in TechCrunch this week. Uh, we go to a lot of trader shows uh, where we can show our technology. We have been invited uh, to speak in, in some entrepreneur events or tech events. 
uh, here in the U.S. where we are part of the New York um, data, um, deep data meetup. So there are some ways that we can show our technology to people that are not just in the HR uh, field. Uh, mostly they are in the IT field or technology or development or management team. So there are different ways that we are putting our technology there. Um, product kind have been very helpful for us to to make any changes or features that we are adding to our technology and showing to the to the people in product hand so they can give us a real feedback on what we're doing and what they expect. So did you say product hunt? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if, um, for listeners, that's a website where new technology, new platforms. Release. Yeah. yeah, you can release them and get voted up and down and feedback and so on. So, that's, so you've used product hunt for, for what feedback on the product development? Is that what you're saying? Yes, we okay. use Product Hunt for feedback and we use Product Hunt for um, releasing our new features. So next week we're going to release our action plan for, uh, for employees and we're going to be in Product Hunt and hopefully we're going to be number one on, on that day. Ah, okay, we'll keep an eye out for that one. Uh, product Hunt, I think it's .io if I recall, but I'll, I'll put that in the show notes anyway. That's very good. Now, I mentioned in the in the intro there that there was a, an article, so it was a wonderful write-up about you and the company, Moodbit, uh, in Forbes magazine. I'm curious, how did you actually get that piece put out there? I think being an entrepreneur, you have so many hats to wear. Uh, sometimes you are just the, the CEO leading all the company and leading all the all the Sometimes you are leading all the operations yeah. and the team, and you have to be um, working on so many different uh, departments in your own company. Uh, and one of the things that I do is uh, the PR. Um, I my, my background is in journalism, so I was ah. uh, my, my first couple of years working was writing for magazines and for um, corporate uh, corporate information. So what I do normally is I read a lot on my field on HR and emotion analysis and tech analysis and I reach to the journalists and I ask them um, what do you think about this? Can you give me feedback on that? So I have a great network with them. Even I don't know many of the journalists I talk, I just try to tweet about their articles. But this Forbes article uh, specifically, uh, the journalist asked me to uh, for an interview because he was writing about what were the mental and emotional struggles being an entrepreneur. And I think it was very related to what we're doing. The, the emotions where you are working, it's very important. And many people do not think that you can have analytics on that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that was very... Um, you've been making the effort to get out there, but equally... Um, you responded well and, and got picked up by that magazine. So it's a great read. If you're listening, um, go Google Moodbit on Forbes. Yeah, great story about the business. So if I turn to the HR industry itself, as Moodbit is demonstrating, the industry is evolving at a rapid rate. What change yeah. and challenges do you see now and into the future? I think um, it's very interesting how HR fields um, or the industry, the whole industry, have been changing so much in the past, um, I don't know, maybe five to three years. Uh, because when you think about HR, uh, mostly people that have been working there for the last three years, they have been just uh, filling documents, paper, payroll, uh, doing benefits, hiring. Uh, but nowadays, what I see and what I feel and what I read um, is that HR wants to have this one seat in the executive table. They want to be one of the, the, 
the decision makers in the company. And and actually, I think executives right now in, in big firms are having the willingness to have these HR directors in their table because they know how important people are in their in their companies. We people are the 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 asset in the company, the biggest asset they have. Yeah. So if you put more budget on employee engagement or employee experience on, and you know that if you have happier employees in your, your company, you're going to have more revenue. It's, it's like a simple math. Um, if you have more focus and engage people in your company, there's going to be a great outcome for your, for your company. So Executives are inviting more and more the HR directors to be part of the decision making on how to strategize the the future of the company. So knowing that, I think the whole industry and the whole field have been changing so much to know that we pass from being the HR people who just fill forms and do payroll to have a more important role in the companies and how we can help and have a real impact in our people. So I think um, nowadays HR people or more young HR people know that uh, we have to be more into uh, people's life, emotions, uh, well-being, health, health being. So not just being the the paperwork in in the HR department. I echo your sentiments there. And the more I read and see about the future of work and technology, machine learning, AI, and you see these charts demonstrating the different types of jobs that will either increase in number or decrease. And obviously all the manual stuff is either decreasing with the new technologies that come along, but also the, the jobs that support the development of new technology that Right. and all the more social skills, they're actually going to grow in numbers so oh, that yes. the HR, the people element is going to get bigger and bigger. So I, th- I think you're right, that viewpoint. I think right. technology is helping a lot uh, to our industry, to HR, um, because we know that technology can, is a tool that can help humans. It is not a tool that will replace humans. For me, machine learning is a tool that is helping my is helping my company to have more precise data and a faster way and a, and a more precise and accurate way that a human can do. Uh, so I'm using technology, but with a human certain perspective. I don't use machine learning just to because I want to use this buzzword and I just want okay. to use this this great technology that is um, AI. But I want to use it to provide to humans, to managers, and to people a real change and impact in their life. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, do you have any tips on interesting people, websites, tools, podcasts, books, whatever, that would help other HR businesses to grow faster and improve their businesses? I think and one of the, the, the main sources or media that I read, uh, like almost like an, as a Bible for HR uh, knowledge, is the Josh Burson, um, sure. all, all, all his articles, all the research they do on every every quarter, um, I think what they do and the, the knowledge they have and the, how can I say, the, the perspective of, on the future of technology and the whole industry that they have, the yeah. whole theme of, of the Burson uh, Deloitte group is very, very um, accurate. And they, they know what is going on in the industry. They talk with a lot of, of uh, startups, HR startups, companies, and they know what is going to happen in the next three years. So for me, every time they release a new article or these researches they have, 
I read it right away because it's like a light on the path that we're walking. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I think uh, being an HR, um, I don't consider myself an HR professional, but working for HR, I think this is the most um, interesting and well-known uh, um, media to, to read. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, and great resource, definitely. Yeah. So final question then, if people want to support you or in partner with you, what, what should they do? Are there any opportunities to either refer businesses to you? And if so, what sort of businesses should they do? And if they'd also like to know more about you or Moodbit, what should they do next? Sure. If they want to know more about us, our website is um, mymoodbit.com. They can know about what we're doing, how we use machine learning, what is the outcome that they, they can have. And if they want to use it, and it will be great for us to have uh, their feedback on, on our technology, they can go on Slack and find our, our app on their Slack marketplace. Just type Moodbit and they will find our uh, bot. It's called Joy. And Joy will start using or giving all the, all the information to how, how to use uh, Moodbit on Slack. If they don't use Slack, if they are a company that are using Outlook or Gmail, we can start chatting on how to do an integration to their companies. Uh, just send me an email to mshoji at mymoodby.com. It's mshoji at mymoodby.com or find me on LinkedIn. I'm very active there. I think LinkedIn is one of the best platforms to be active as a as a professional and to show your product, your services, and all, all that you're doing, you're networking too. So if they can um, find Moodbit um, on Slack or they want to start using it on other platforms, I think this is the best way to, to find me on LinkedIn. Very good. Okay. I'll put all those links and your email and so on, the, if I can find it, the Slack Marketplace bot mm -hmm. called Joy. Is that right? It's Joy. called Woodbit and our body is called Joy, yes. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I will put all those into the show notes so that uh, people can find it. The main website itself, again, is www.mymoodbit.com. So right. Yep. Miho, that's been excellent. Thank you very much for your time. I've really enjoyed our chat today. Yeah, thank you. I, I enjoyed to, uh, to talk to your audience. I think it's a great audience. I've been listening to your podcast and congratulations on that. Ah, uh, thank you. Thanks again then. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.